Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Backyield Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and we're back after a brief vacation-related hiatus. We're back with episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we've got a number of different American soccer topics to dive into today. We're going to chat a little bit about the U.S. women's national team after their pair of friendlies against South Africa and what's next for that program. We're going to talk about the U.S. men's national team with some big Greg Berhalter and Gio Reyna news And we're going to talk briefly about the U.S. Open Cup final coming up on Wednesday evening. So buckle your seatbelts. We got a lot to get through and we're going to do it all in less than 10 minutes. Because here on the Backyield Show, we believe that just because soccer games are 90 minutes long doesn't mean that soccer podcasts have to be. So let's get to it and talk soccer. After that, let's chat about the United States women's national team. They took the field recently over the last week in their first post-World Cup friendlies. These are the games that are directly following up their failure at the 2023 World Cup. This was a much better set of performances from the U.S., albeit not against the strongest of strong opposition. South Africa did qualify for the round of 16 before they lost to the Netherlands. The U.S. won the first of these games 3-0 and the second, which was on Sunday, 2-0 against South Africa. The results, though, I'll admit, don't mean a ton for this team as they march towards the Olympics and, of course, the next World Cup as well. They have an interim manager in place right now, and the importance of these games is much more tied to a couple of players retiring. Julie Ertz had a send-off game in that 3-0 win, and Megan Rapinoe had a send-off game in a 2-0 win over South Africa. Julie Ertz has retired from professional soccer. Rapinoe will be finishing out the year in the NWSL with O.L. Reign. Both legends for the United States women's national team. Ertz as a hard-tackling, effective, dominant number six or center back. And Megan Rapino as a clever, wide player for the United States on either wing. Both will go down as, again, legends for the United States women's national team. I'm curious to see who's going to fill their roles moving forward. Naomi Gurma has already claimed that center back one spot on the depth chart for whoever the next coach is coming in. They're going to have her locked in in that number one center back spot. Mark my words. Question then shifts to the number six spot. Is it going to be Sam Coffey? Is it going to maybe be someone like Corbin Albert in a few years' time over in France? Is it going to be Jalen Howell, who is the closest thing to a Julie Ertz-like for like replacement that there could possibly be at the number six spot? Our own Ariana Cascone dug into Jalen Howell's game recently over on Backheel.com. You can check that out. But who's going to replace Julie Ertz, or at least do their best at replacing Julie Ertz? And I think as far as the replacement for Megan Rapino. The U.S. has already found that player when it comes to the on-field contributions. It's Alyssa Thompson as this next winger, crafty, clever, a little more north-south, certainly than Megan Rapinoe. But if you think about the winger depth chart for the U.S. right now, Mallory Swanson, Sophia Smith, who maybe should be playing centrally, and Trinity Rodman are the three obvious forwards. Alyssa Thompson has carved out a nice role for herself already as the next one on that list, at least on the younger side. Lynn Williams certainly has a claim to get minutes for the United States, But if we're looking towards the next generation, Alyssa Thompson's going to play a big role for the U.S. moving forward. We'll see how she can impact the United States as they march into this next tournament cycle with a manager, as Matt Crocker said, and I've been hearing some similar things, manager that should be in place by December, if not a little bit earlier. We don't know who that's going to be. U.S. soccer is currently involved in what sounds like a very lengthy and detailed search to find that manager. We'll see who that name is. If I had to put money on it, I would bet that it is someone outside of the current NWSL circles as Crocker tries to make his hire. 
after ending up with the same coach on the men's national team side, but we shall see. Speaking of that same coach on the men's national team side, Greg Berhalter was in the news earlier this week as several reporters gathered in Chicago for the United States women's national team game. Matt Crocker talked about how Greg Berhalter and Gio Reyna have now had a conversation. This has been big news. Berhalter said recently that he and Gio Reyna haven't spoken. Now, a few more weeks have gone by, and apparently the two have connected. Matt Crocker said this, quote, of course, we've had conversations with Greg. Greg has had conversations with Gio, and we're in a place where as soon as Gio is fit, he'll be in the next camp, and there's a way forward. This is big news for the U.S. men's national team to be able to put this saga behind them, or at least get closer to putting this saga behind them after everything that unfolded at the World Cup and afterwards between the Berhalter family and the Reyna family, between Greg Berhalter and Gio Reyna. It's encouraging to hear from a USMNT perspective that these two have finally linked up. Hopefully, after this October camp, which is coming up in October, these two will have now actually had a chance to connect back on the field together and really everything can move forward for the USMNT. Either way, a good start to that process from Berhalter and Gio Reyna. Now, finally, to close out this episode, let's chat a bit about the U.S. Open Cup final. Inter-Miami are fighting for their playoff lives right now. They have a massive game coming up over the weekend against NYCFC, but they've also got a big midweek game against the Houston Dynamo in the U.S. Open Cup final. That game will be Wednesday evening. This is a chance for Inter-Miami to win two cups since Lionel Messi, Jordi Alba, Sergio Busquets, Tata Martino, the young South Americans, since that group has arrived There's no doubt that this team is different than they've been before. They are the single largest must-see team in Major League Soccer and probably on this side of the Atlantic. And yet, we don't really know what the future, the immediate future anyway, is going to hold. Tata Martino seems to say that Lionel Messi will play, but if it wasn't a cup final, he's still dealing with a little bit of a knock. He probably wouldn't be in contention for minutes in this match. But we're hoping to see, selfishly, I'm hoping to see Lionel Messi come off the bench or get minutes from the jump against the Houston Dynamo. The Houston Dynamo, for their part, will be hoping that their recent form in Major League Soccer is enough to get them over the line. This will be massive for Miami, obviously, as is every game for them between now and when they're mathematically eliminated from MLS Cup playoff contention. But for the Dynamo, and this is a huge opportunity for them against the hottest team in Major League Soccer, certainly on a narrative perspective, and I would argue from a sporting perspective from the summer window until now, Man, the opportunity for them is massive to capture this trophy, to have a spot in Champions League next year, to go out there and continue to show the rest of Major League Soccer that this is a team on the rise, with Ben Olsen coming in refreshed, with real talent in this team, with Hector Herrera looking like a match winner, with ownership that cares and is committed to investing in this team. It's a huge moment for the Houston Dynamo. Again, the same goes for Inter-Miami. I'm stoked for this game. I think Miami have the edge regardless of the role that Lionel Messi plays. Even without Jordi Alba, I think they have the talent advantage. We could see Facundo Farias, who looks like a really, really talented young player. We'll see Busquets in midfield. We'll see the talent that this Miami team has, even with whatever limits are being placed on their biggest star It's going to be a fun one. Check that game out. We'll have plenty more American soccer coverage. That'll include Miami. That'll include Houston as the playoffs grow closer in Major League Soccer. And we've got a fun feature up on the site right now of Diego Luna, has been one of the young stars of the Major League Soccer season. U.S. U-20, who could have a larger role to play for the United States as they march towards the 2026 World Cup. Go check that out on Backheel.com and the rest of our American soccer coverage over there. But for now, that's it for this episode of The Backheel Show. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back again soon.